0: Welcome to Being Home with Hunker, a podcast where we explore the idea of home, not just as a place where you live, but as an expression of your identity. I'm your host, Lori Gunning Grossman, Editorial Director at Hunker. Today on the show, we're doing things a bit differently. We're highlighting a podcast episode from Hunker's sister site, Well and Good. Well and Good hosts a podcast that digs into their most clicked on topics of healthy living to help you live well. And the topic of this podcast is one we're all slightly obsessed with it's the topic of sleep. In this episode, Well and Good discusses what we should know right now regarding our sleep hygiene, specifically how we can all create a sleep schedule for ourselves that we can actually stick to. They talk with experts in the sleep field, so you know that you're in good hands. Without further ado, please enjoy this clip from How to Get Good at Sleep. Your
2: coordination and balance help you to stimulate around the eye and greatest wellness trends, treatments, and
0: experience.
2: Magnesium is naturally found in foods
3: like This is the Well and Good podcast. Tune in to find the wellness that fits your frequency. Here at Well and Good, we have seen a huge uptick in interest in sleep-related content people want to know how do you get good sleep? It's an age-old question because we know that sleep and good sleep in particular is so essential to overall good well-being. However, the last two years have been weird. Our routines have changed. So many people have been under a ton of additional stress and we're all struggling to sleep. I'm General Manager, Kate Spees, and host of this episode where we're doing a bit of a check-in to discuss what's new in the sleep space, the pros and cons of sleep tech, and what we need to do to develop good sleep hygiene in this new pandemic world. We start in conversation with Dr. Jade Wu.
1: I'm Dr. Jade Wu, I'm a clinical psychologist, and I'm also a sleep specialist. So I'm a board certified behavioral sleep medicine specialist. I actually started out doing research in anxiety and depression. And then I also pivoted over to Parkinson's disease and understanding the mental health issues in that area. Across all of these different diseases and disorders, everywhere I looked, sleep was a common denominator. I thought, you know, if we could just improve sleep for everybody, no matter what their chronic illness was or other thing that was going on, was couldn't we raise the water for all boats and just improve everybody's wellness and health? so that's how I got into sleep, and it's a two way street too, right, because when you're feeling anxious, it's harder to get good sleep, and then when you're not sleeping well, there's more anxiety, but once you get on a positive cycle, then both avenues help each other,
3: yeah, absolutely, so This is a pretty natural segue into a discussion around how the pandemic has impacted sleep. It has been a time for increased anxiety, depression, stress, uh, worry. You know, globally, we are seeing a huge spike in mental health concerns, and I imagine that our sleep has certainly been impacted as well. Can you talk to me a little bit about the impact of the pandemic on American sleep patterns? Well, there's actually a little bit of good news
1: and some bad news as well. Maybe bad news first, so we can end on a positive note. So some negative ways, as you've already mentioned, there's just been so much stress and uncertainty and anxiety and more depression. So of course, it's going to impact our sleep negatively. And that sort of is the more obvious thing that we can all feel and see. Some less obvious ways that the pandemic has impacted sleep. One is just our schedules are less consistent. So before, it might be that we had a very strong morning routine where we had to be out the door at a certain time to go to work. Now a lot of people are working from home, so it's a lot easier to kind of roll out of bed whenever or maybe not even go outside all day long, or not until very late in the day. And depending on when your first meeting is, you may not, uh, you know, have to get up out of bed. And so our consistency of our routines is thrown off. And it turns out that light exposure, especially early in the day, has a huge impact on how well we sleep. Because this is the thing that really feeds the robustness of our circadian rhythms, our body clocks our body clocks really love to have day versus night contrast. And the biggest way you can get day versus night contrast and to really tell our brain when it is in the 24-hour cycle is to have lots of bright light exposure during the day.
3: You promised me some good news. As someone who has traditionally struggled to sleep the mental freedom of being able to just knowing innately that I can wake up kind of whenever I want, obviously not whatever I want, but knowing that I don't need to get up at, you know, 6.30 or 7 or 7.30 to make a certain ferry to get into the city, etc. that has been really beneficial mm. for me. And so I'd love to hear from you about the ways that COVID has Possibly. And this collapse of boundaries and collapse of regular routine has actually helped some people sleep.
1: Yes. This good news specifically applies to people who have naturally later chronotypes. Chronotypes are basically our biologically hardwired preference for when to sleep And when to wake so some of us are just natural born night owls we can't help it we get the most energy and creativity and you know we have the most fun in the evenings and we just can't really get ourselves to bed early or if we do we just end up lying tossing and turning not falling asleep and it's really hard to get up early in the morning we're just dragging our feet people who are not morning people but having to fake being morning people or having to live by morning people's schedules are always swimming upstream and are always kind of working against their natural chronotype. So now during the pandemic, when they've been able to live more according to their natural tendency and their natural circadian rhythms, they've actually been able to sleep better, sleep more and be healthier and happier. The best way to figure out what works best for you is you know, what would your body naturally kind of get into a pattern of if you were on vacation for a month or two and you didn't have any other obligations that made you have to get up at a certain time or go to bed at a certain time. And you just followed your own body's cues and listened to your sleepiness in the evenings, went to bed when you were sleepy, woke up naturally when you were done sleeping. After a few weeks of that, you fall into a
3: pattern. Obviously, we do not all have the luxury to take a two-month vacation from our lives. So how do we discover our chronotype with all of the pressures and responsibilities that come with adulthood? Someone who had to learn the hard way is clinical psychologist Dr. Jenna Gress-Smith.
2: My name is Dr. Jenna Gress-Smith. I became fascinated with sleep after my undergraduate career. as at Stanford and working on some studies that had to do with sleep and pregnancy and also sleep and depression. And during that time, I was noticing it was just really hard for me to get up on time and be at a place before 10 a.m. And if I was, it took a lot of effort. I even got in trouble with a job over it. And I felt so groggy and had such a hard time mastering an energy, I wouldn't be able to perform very well. That struggle would lead me to feel very stressed, very down, very self-conscious about my performance. Actually, it was the insights of one of my coworkers at the Stanford Department of Psychiatry, where they did the sleep work that said, hey, I think you might have some delayed phase or some circadian rhythm tendencies because I was getting to work late, you know, and that was embarrassing, right? And so as we kind of investigated and studied and filled out some sleep diaries, like that was indeed the case, I was diagnosed so it wasn't me being lazy or me being just really struggling it was a medical issue so i just became so passionate i then used light therapy and took you know different approaches to address and although the morning is still not my brightest best time i'm able to get up and function way better but i do have to be extremely consistent and when i learned how to address those my whole life changed. My energy, my ability to be engaged in my life. And instead of my fatigue kind of running things for me, I was able to run things for me. And that was such a good feeling. It really enhanced my motivation to keep sleep as a part of what I do from that
3: point forward. Consistency, consistency, consistency. This annoying word came up in my conversation with Dr. Jade and Dr. Jenna consistently. I am someone who loves my sleep, but I also struggle with sleep. And so I know that I personally would love someone to say to me, hey, take this supplement or hey, do this one thing and it will revolutionize your whole sleep schedule. However, every single sleep expert I've ever spoken to say that there isn't one silver bullet and that actually getting good sleep is all about consistency. I asked Dr. Jenna, is it true that consistency is more important than every other aspect of sleep hygiene? You're
2: right. People want a number. They want to take a certain milligrams of something. And really what it comes down to is finding the patterns that work for your life. You know, my bedtime and your bedtime and my wake time and your wake time, they might be different. So it's that journey to find that individualized need. And then yes, I would say consistency is a huge part of it, but not just with the sleep per se, you know, like wake time and bedtime, but also what are we doing the hour before sleep? Are we even giving ourselves enough window? Are we scrolling? Are we, you know, like you said, stressing about our sleep or or other things? So I think the consistency is also around, you know, when we're going to bed, but also our morning routine and the consistency around that. And I think that's why we continually have so many sleep problems is we want the quick fix. We want outside solutions and we want something that we do a couple times and sticks. And not only in the sleep space, I think in health and wellness in general, those answers are pretty, pretty limited. It's interesting. I can work with someone who's had sleep problems for a decade and by the time they want, they will say they'll do anything to improve their sleep. And then when we come down to this like individualized anchored plan, that's just for them they, they struggle. Yeah. They're like, I
3: want to watch that one more episode. (laughs) I need to watch that extra hour of Netflix. I say that because that's literally me. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, I did it last week too. I mean, we're all human. So it's like balancing yeah. that humanness in us and the need for consistency to drive a healthy sleep pattern. That is the struggle that I think we can all get on board with. But, you know, sometimes we just also tend to wait too long. Yeah. And so then we're really struggling. We're really suffering. And that drives that need for that quick solution.
0: To hear the full episode and others, find the Well and Good podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And be sure to follow the show. Visit our show notes for direct links to this episode and for more information on well and good in general. And tune in next week for more Being Home with Hunker. Thank you for listening to Being Home with Hunker. For more information about this episode or others, visit hunker.com forward slash podcast. And if you don't already, please follow our show. If you like what you hear, be sure to give us a five-star rating and review and share it with your friends. It really does help. Being Home with Hunker is produced by me, Lori Gunning Grossman. Eve Epstein is our executive producer. The podcast is recorded and mixed at Night Shift Audio. Theme music by Jonathan Grossman. Special thanks to our team at Hunker, senior designer, Maury Men, and director of audience development, Gina Goff. Hunker's mission is to inspire and empower you to create a space that expresses who you are, shows off your unique style, and makes your life happier and more productive.